Welcome to the Crossroads Podcast, a podcast where we expand the conversations from Crossroads, a weekly gathering of college and young adults out of Olive Baptist Church. Through the lens of scripture, we discuss some hot takes on the challenges young adults may face concerning faith, apologetics, theology, and hashtag adulting. For more information, visit olivebaptist.org slash young adults or follow us on social media. What's up, podcast world? We are in the podcast studio, chipper as always, with mm-hmm. the lovely Anna Grace Carrick. Hello. And the amazing fearless leader, TJ Hunter. Oh. I do feel like I'm in like a wrestling, like, <laughs> like, um... What is that called? Like, Box. yeah, boxing match. match. When I'm just like, and in this corner, it's yeah. you know, so and so, and so boom. You didn't so. get my weight. I didn't. <laughs> no, kidding. you're right. Coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, no. I figured. No, I was like, that's probably mm-hmm. a bad idea. No, no, but it is m- higher than before I had a child. But never mind. Well, this. <laughs> we'll, we'll continue on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Guys, how are we all doing? I'm doing good. You're good? Um, yeah, I'm glad tomorrow's Friday. Yes. Yes. I think Anna Grace has had a long week. Yeah. I have. My days have been very full, but it's been good. good. I've had a lot of good times, so. Good. Good. I am getting ready to fly to Boston Woo. with Oliver for the first time. It's and a Andrea. Step. But she's we've flown together before, so we'll see what happens with him. So. That's a big step. It is a big step. We'll see how baby Oliver does. I'm just hoping once you have a, a baby, you repent. Like, I remember when I was in college flying home and stuff, I would get really annoyed if there was a crying baby. <laughs> when you regret no. every time you got Yes. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't mean or anything, but I'd just kind of be like, oh, of course I'm stuck with a crying baby. And now I'm like, Oliver, please don't. You are the one with because, you. are the person now. Because now you wonder, because like last time I flew, last month I think it was, I sat next to a lady with like three kids. Mm. And she sits down, she's all apologetic. And, yeah. And, and her kid's crying a little bit. And I like was like over the top kind. I'm like, oh, it is no, I'm like, it is no problem. Like, because I'm like, I'm like, maybe this will. This will be me one day. <laughs> yeah. And you know what, Tim? The day has come. Yeah. <laughs> no, but baby Oliver is so cute. Like, he, no, no one can. Yeah, I'm hoping he just sleeps this. and. He will. He'll be fine. He'll charm all the stewardess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. That is yeah. one good thing. I've traveled Extra with snacks. My, uh, yeah. Extra snacks. With my nephews and niece before, and the flight attendants normally are very kind. Okay, I could probably leverage that for more snacks. (laughs) (laughs) Better than just the four pretzels and right, right, right. Maybe you'll get three Biscoff cookies. Yeah, exactly. First class snacks, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Just be like, you know, my fussy baby would do better if you bring us (laughs) first class snacks. Well, and Andrea is bringing a ton (laughs) for Oliver. I guess like the number one hack is you just bring tons of snacks Snacks. for them. Mm. So I'll definitely be eating some of those, and. The other thing is, She's gonna have to bring side extra. note, <laughs> don't you love when you get on a plane and it's like a three-hour flight, right? 
And they go, because of this flight is so short, we will providing no refreshments. No. And they say it so, like, definitively. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. well, what are you doing then the whole flight? Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like I want, what is your purpose? I, like, why would you I do look this forward to, to the, whatever those, bi- uh, Biscoff. Biscoff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I literally feel so bougie when I look <laughs> out the window, see some clouds, <laughs> have my little water thing with some ice, a little bit of maybe Sprite or ginger ale, whatever. Ginger ale. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. My yes. cookies, my napkin. Yep. Do I you, literally you feel, feel like, class. in my mind, I'm like, I think I just made it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what that is. I think it's because I'm in the air, but... Okay. Anyways. So, try and segue that. No, yeah, I was about to say, though. I was like, it's fine. Everything's fine. I mean, I'm fine. So, are you still crossfitting? You know, yeah, actually. Okay, just curious. <laughs> we haven't talked about that for a while. So. Yes, I'm. I'm still there. I uh, I just started completing handstand push-ups, mm. so that's fun. That's, that's really good. That's been fun. I'm and impressed. I'm like, I'm almost to a pull-up, guys. I can feel it. Like all my coaches keep saying, they're like, "You are almost there," and I'm like. Maybe we don't know, but the flex of all my coaches yeah. are saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been fun though. But yeah, it's Andy good. I do. Stanley. I do. We talked about that last time. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I do say, you know, like I've been exercising a lot though lately because it's you know the best way to cope with things of you know avoiding ah. everything yeah, so I've, is that the way that you lament that's that's the, I, I recently actually i'm not gonna lie yesterday <laughs> that's how it felt so yeah, yeah i yeah. left that part Honestly. out of the tuesday night message i should put exercise number five mm-hmm. it, but it can be yeah for sure so that's our segue into we are hitting the topic of lament mm-hmm. that tim went over this last tuesday um, part of our summer playlist series and honestly guys like it's a hard one mm-hmm. for sure i think you handled it so well though um just giving the space to look over um a part of the psalms that really is a big percentage mm-hmm. of yeah. the psalms but we s- don't know what to do with mm-hmm. so let's delve into a little bit of kind of giving an overview of like what we talked about maybe expanding yeah. that conversation yeah you want me to go? I talked about it for a long time on Tuesday oh. night, so I figured you go first. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sweet. Um, I thought Tuesday night was um, so good and also very heavy. Like the mm-hmm. moment you opened it with Psalms 13, it's like my soul <laughs> was <laughs> there in the Psalms <laughs> crying yeah. out. But um, Lament has been something that I just recently learned about after reading um dark clouds and deep mercy coming out of like a season of, um, or a couple weeks of grief. And mm-hmm. I think it's something that we don't talk about a lot or, mm. um, mm-hmm. really allow ourselves to sit in, even though there's multiple examples of it in scripture. And then a lot of the Psalms is written on that. Um, so I thought it was super helpful to the steps you gave of how, to really just start asking the questions, but where we're directing those questions is the most important thing, and that's directing them to God mm-hmm. um, first. So that's kind of my first thoughts on lament. Yeah. Yeah, I think 
I think one of the key aspects of like I think both of you mentioned it, it's a very heavy topic, and I think Tuesday night we definitely felt that in the room, mm-hmm. and uh, watching people's faces was very interesting because you kind of like where is he going with this you know like <laughs> and uh, but one thing I I thought about is the way we usually deal with like those type of passages of scripture is we read through it. We don't really like meditate on that mm-hmm. aspect. And then we get to like, we were in Psalm 13, Tuesday night verses five and six. And we just kind of will like circle or highlight those verses about the goodness of God, mm-hmm. which is great, but it lacks the punch because we never felt the weight of the true lament that mm-hmm. the psalmist is going through. And, um, I kind of thought of it as like, I just think a lot of Christian sermons and especially for people our age are kind of like wrapped in that thin veneer of like embrace the struggle. There's purpose in your pain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're going to go from the dungeon to the palace, like all these things, uh, your best is yet to come that all kind of have a kernel of truth, but we don't take the time to actually talk about the pain Mm -hmm. because we want so badly to have a cool tagline that there's purpose in your pain or whatever. Right. And it's like, no, like there's some intense pain here, probably for a season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And a third of the Psalms are lament. So not only do I think that lament is a song we need to learn out of necessity, I also think it's a healthy thing for a soul to know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, because we're not just lamenting ourselves we need to lament the sins of the world. Right. And that's a whole thing I didn't get into a ton, but. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's just the human experience. Um, just from our fall, um, you know, we have been exited out of Eden. Mm-hmm. That is what our mm-hmm. our state is made yeah. for, is to be in um, this beautiful, perfect paradise. But then sin crushed that and shattered mm-hmm. it. And we've been reeling from the effects of that ever mm-hmm. since. Um, I think. I was thinking about this um, just pretty lately of like we, you know, often think of like, okay, sin are the bad things that we do, but it's also the stuff that we experience. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. just like every single day we Mm -hmm. engage in this battle of like we experience a broken world that we just don't know what to do with. And it's such a beautiful gift. um, Like what you emphasized that lament is the gift for the believer mm-hmm. of being able to embrace that pain and look at it head on. Um, but also being able to have the gift of the hope that emerges mm-hmm. at the end of it. Um, whether that's, you know, sometimes you can experience lament for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's just going to be a few months, you know, but yeah. it's still staring at in the eyes and seeing, okay, where in the context does that fall? in my belief system. Right. Yep. And I think, I think when we give people in church, um, in worship settings, no categories for the dominant reality they see with their own Mm -hmm. eyes, we, we really risk at the, at the minimum giving people a a real sense of cognitive dissonance, but on the, the, the worst side, we really risk a lot of people um, deconverting, whatever you want to call it, like yeah. from the faith. Like mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's, um, it's really, uh, what is, I can't think of the word. Everybody's talking about it right now. Deconstructing. Yes, it's yeah. deconstruction waiting to happen. Yeah. Uh, when you when you 
and I think that's a lot of times what we, we do for college students and adults because we're so anxious to get them mm-hmm. in the room. We're almost like desperate, like, you all are leaving the church. We've seen the stats. So, like, come be a part. We're awesome. Like, we're not weird. We're really happy. We're Christians, and which is great. But sometimes it's like, no, they need to be taught to actually, like, wrestle with the reality of a broken world. And the beauty is the scriptures and Jesus never deny that. I think that's one of the best yeah. apologetics. Like, it doesn't give an answer as to, okay, why did this happen? Why did this happen? But it goes, wait, everybody who wrote the scriptures who followed God, every apostle, Jesus himself, they all saw things even worse than we've seen, mm-hmm. and they stayed faithful to him through it. They didn't ignore it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think I think that's one big aspect is just naming the reality. The other reality is like lament is a lot different than just trying to give answers, which I think is, is yeah. what we usually, we're like, okay, young adults are suffering with um, like something bad happened, you know, mm-hmm. or, um, and then we're like, okay, we're going to like teach them why do bad things happen to good people mm-hmm. or um, here's, you know, this is why this exists or this is a Christian's response, which those things are helpful um, and they probably need to happen. But the issue is then you're just going to be playing smash and for the rest mm-hmm. of life right. because we are in a chaotic, sinful world. Right. Yeah. So you walk some person through why the breakups happen. You walk another one through why they, like, struggle with barrenness of the womb or something, like, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then someone else loses a mom or a dad mm-hmm. or, you know, and then there's, and then there's, like, emotional pain with depression, anxiety. So lament is beautiful because it's a song that you get to sing in your soul regardless of what your pain is, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, So how how do we walk through lament? Um, If it's such a beautiful gift, um, I think think of really as we avoid grief, um, we're just not good at it. We're just not good at this process um, because – you don't want to feel the pain, yeah. but how do you walk through kind of a season of lament? I think something that keeps rolling through my mind is that we have, we're emotional beings and we have these emotions and we're so quick to want to like get out of them. Right. We're like, okay, I feel sad or I feel angry and we're like, okay, I need to quickly like redirect and find out how I can fix that. Um, but I think we have to sit in that for a little bit and see where that's coming from and then ask those questions of, like, why you're feeling that and what's, what's causing that. But then directing those, like, your first point that you went over on Tuesday night is directing those to God because um, we want to be very honest in what we're going through mm-hmm. before him um, and not shying away from all those emotions and those thoughts and those feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that's the first the first step. Yeah, I think that's huge. I think a lot of it comes down to it's like you you just have to try to become the kind of person who keeps talking to God. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's hard. This is kind of a sign. It's hard to lament well if you don't already have a prayer life, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a whole other aspect. But you want to be the kind of person who's just constantly bringing things before Mm -hmm. God Mm -hmm. of a variety Mm -hmm. of nature, good things, bad things, prayer requests, intercession for huge spiritual things, small things. Because um, 
lament is just like another form of a life of prayer. So that's mm-hmm. like what you said is, is huge. Um, I think then the other thing is like, you know, I, we started off said, keep talking to God. Next was you mentioned it, complain with brutal honesty. This is a huge one that I struggle with because um, we're like scared to be honest mm-hmm. with God yeah. and like mm-hmm. vent to him. Right. And, uh, but we're not really scared to do that with other people. Mm. Yeah. It's a very interesting, yeah. like how many times have you said, and I've done this all the time, usually just make excuse for sin. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but I just really need to vent. You know, and what mm. it meant is I actually hadn't prayed about it. Mm. I hadn't processed it with God. Mm. I just mm. was really annoyed or mm-hmm. mad or, you know. So I think we know how to do that. We just need to redirect it, you know. Yeah. Um, because, again, with this cognitive dissonance, then we start talking to God in another way than we even communicate. Right. Mm. Which is part of this whole issue of lament. It's like, why are we doing this? You know, like... I've been with people before where they're actively sad or actively angry or whatever. And it's like, well, let's pray. And they completely like change everything. And it's like, thank Mm. you for this day. Like help us, like give us, give us the heart to do your will, the hands to do your good pleasure. And it's just like, what are you even saying right now? Like, I thought we were, you need to tell God that you're mad at him because that's what you just told me or whatever, you know? And, um, I'm not encouraging like disrespect towards God. Um, but be brutally honest, you know, mm-hmm. complain in his direction. And, yeah. um, and I think that's what the gift of the Psalms really is, too. Um, when you run out of the words and you don't know, you know, like you're not really able in that state to name what you're feeling. Because mm-hmm. I think we have, I know for me, I definitely have a lot of problems like naming exactly like yeah, what I'm great. feeling. And so mm-hmm. returning to the Psalms and some of them are, are pretty, pretty hard to read. Um, mm-hmm. Just, they're just raw emotion of like, this is how I feel right now, mm-hmm. God. Um, but also seeing how you exalt God in his proper place through the Psalms, because it's always a return to like, I am complaining towards Mm -hmm. you, but Mm -hmm. I know that you are exalted above this. Um, I think we do God a disservice. Um, if we don't believe that God is big enough to handle that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Yeah. yeah. No, that that's really good. And I think, um, that's a, obviously the huge difference between despair and, and lament. Mm-hmm. Um, another aspect of lament um, is it's, and this is something I'd I love to tease out for a second because we didn't really go into it a lot Tuesday night. There's also an aspect where we need to be lamenting the evils of the world around us right. as a means of with God stepping into mm-hmm. it to actually facilitate change. Mm-hmm. Um there's a variety, and this is an aspect where I think um, I think it's even easier for us to go, okay, I can start lamenting over myself. You know, I'm going through the hard things. But another aspect that kind of came to mind as you read the Psalms, you study them, is like we don't, we, not just with ourselves, but with the world around us, we're trying to put up walls between any sort of acknowledgement of suffering mm-hmm. and evil. And I think of it as, like, all these shootings we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a cra- 
if that happened, God forbid, in our backyard, that mm-hmm. would shake us forever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, and that's part of the, the thing that's happened with social media and the age of technology is we see so much evil all the time that it we're numbs, numb to it. It numbs mm-hmm. us. So yeah. we don't, we're not lamenting over the evil in the world. Um, and I kind of go back and forth. I'm like, well, when you're taking social media, it's not, you're not able to emotionally truly lament yeah. over mm-hmm. everything you see in a post because you're taking hundreds of things, you know. But I do think there's some steps, and I'm interested, like, some steps you guys think would be helpful, like, um, what would it look like to, to lament and, and step with God into lament over the addict on the street homeless, you know, or the girls caught up in sex trafficking, even mm-hmm. our own city, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, or broken homes. And I don't think you need to go around and like lament everything you see all the time. Right. But lament lament things with God because then it's going to push you into action. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of the thing is we try to jump into action before we've actually lamented. Right. And then we we don't actually do anything Mm because we don't care on like a deep level. But lament helps us to embody the heart of Christ towards the broken. So I'm kind of interested in y'all's thought on that. Um, do you want to go? I think we have to get outside of our normal community and mm-hmm. into the, like the people that, like, that it affects that we want to, um, what we want to grieve over. So, going out, like talking to those people that are on the street, that are the mm-hmm. the addicts that are homeless, and asking their stories, or maybe just doing research into what does human trafficking look like in my mm-hmm. hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we just have to educate ourselves on what's going on and not just look at the headline and be like, oh, that's bad. I think we need to click yeah. on that headline and we need to see like the real stories of who that's affecting um, because that's what Jesus did. He went out to the people that um, sin was affecting or that yeah. this, the evils of this world were affecting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to sit in it. It's going to be uncomfortable. And like reading some of the things that are happening is is hard and it's uncomfortable and it might not be what you've heard before um, or ever mm-hmm. seen, but I think you have to you have to hear it and you have to see the faces that it's affecting um, mm. before you can lament it. Yeah, I think also um, just approaching God in prayer of asking God to like break your apathy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ask for more compassion. Um, I do really like what um, we read in untangling emotions on this topic of lament and the grief of the brokenness in this world where it's like, yes, right now with social media, we're just inundated Mm -hmm. with all of it. I mean, it's the world's terrors are at our fingertips. Um, but just asking God, like I am one person, I can't fix it all, but I can step into what you're calling me to be faithful to right right now Mm -hmm. and right here. Mm -hmm. And God send me, um, but first break my heart for that because yeah. my human heart can't even do that quite yet. Yeah, no, 100%. And I think, yeah, I think there's a balance there. And I think a lot of this comes down to like intentionality of, mm-hmm. of learning how to pray like this um, because you alone can't, like we alone aren't going to eradicate abortion, eradicate eradicate sex trafficking or all these evil things or natural disasters. But when you start meeting individuals, mm-hmm. I think I think truly lamenting over like 
what has taken place, what has happened to them, you know, or even sometimes what their own brokenness has resulted in. Mm-hmm. And I think we even try to like make that more comfortable when we when we do that in church settings many times, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like someone go, goes through something absolutely terrible and we're just like, God be with them. Mm-hmm. But lamenting is like, man, this is not the way things should be. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. wrong. This is terrible. Mm-hmm. This shouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't have happened if there wasn't sin and chaos and the prince of the power of the world. Mm-hmm. And what that does is it starts to reorient our entire life around gospel themes mm-hmm. and around gospel lens. Mm-hmm. But if you chop off that, then you're just, and we talked about Tuesday night, you're just living in a constant chipper superficiality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You won't know real joy and happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you'll kind of numb yourself to real pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's, we, lament is going to, is going to help us coexist with joy and grief and sorrow and mm-hmm. happiness all together. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be the type of person who can share a tremendous meal with your friends laughing and then cry over, you know, the guy who doesn't have sight, you know, mm-hmm. and is living. I met a guy the other day, um, wonderful guy, is compl- blind, living in a motel right up the road, mm-hmm. loves loves Christ, but doesn't have a job and because he's blind. Mm-hmm. And he's literally living in, like, the Motel 6, like a mile from here. Mm-hmm. And I get a little bit numb to that type of stuff. I met with him, and he had some questions whatnot. And, I, and uh, you know, working at the church, you just get so used to seeing people with different forms of suffering and grief. So I kind of walked from the front office. I'm like, all right, man, your Uber should be here soon. I started walking off, and I was like, I was like, wait, how about I just give you a, mm-hmm. a ride, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and then, like, so that one aspect was, like, he gets in my car. Suddenly I'm having to help me in the car, and I'm like, okay, like, it's just... It's exposing me to, like, more than if I had just, like, met with him in my nice, comfortable office and then sent him back to his life, mm-hmm. drive him to his his uh, his motel, and, uh, you know, he gets out. He's got, his, he's got his stick, and it's like, okay, right there is the spot. He kind of can tell. And, mm-hmm. and, like, it was all these little things. By the time I left, I remember later that night I was at home playing with my son, and I just felt this, like, deep grief about his suffering. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'm getting here fully healthy, playing with my son. And this poor, amazing guy I met can't even see, mm-hmm. you know. And that's just, like, one example of, and I didn't even really step into that probably like I should have. It kind of just accidentally helped. But even that, like, worked compassion within me that mm-hmm. was would not have been there if I hadn't almost been forced to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when we are scared to look at the intense pain of the world. Mm -hmm. We can't feel compassion for it. And if you think of like Christ, who is the author, perfecter, finisher of our faith, like he was the primary example of stepping down from, I mean, absolute perfection that we haven't experienced yet Mm -hmm. and gifted us with his presence, Mm -hmm. which is, but lament compelled him to come and I mean, in Philippians that you had referenced, um, Christ who, um, you know, despised the shame, 
you know, saw the joy that was set before him, Mm -hmm. like endure the cross and saw like us and our own human sufferings of what Mm -hmm. sin has done and has how it has shattered our souls and it compelled him to action to reconcile us to him. Mm -hmm. So I think the gift and lament too is like, we see pockets of like how the gospel works Mm -hmm. of how it continues to work through searing pain, but absolute obstinate joy. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, even though it's a heavy topic, um, what would be like kind of your encouragement for the people who are walking through a lament or someone who isn't and they just want to be better at it for yeah. someone who, I mean, we all know people who are going through immense pain right now. And sometimes we just don't know how to handle that. I think maybe just an encouragement of looking at the brokenness of this world and lamenting it and um, sitting in it for a little bit. The sweet part of that on the other side of when you see that and when you ask God, like, why is this happening? And you're talking with him and you're Mm -hmm. um, being honest. Then it makes you long more for the day when he's going to write it all and you're going to be in his presence fully. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's just been a sweet aspect of lamenting at the end of it, of being like, okay, but God has worked this all out and I have, I can lament through this because of the hope that I have that he's going to, to return and it's going to be, everything's going to be perfect and we're Mm -hmm. not going to have this evil anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's just been the sweet part of lament for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think like what you said grace just ask god to open your eyes um you know and then and then kind of just just work at it you know you mm-hmm. don't um work at it and then i, I don't get to know people you know that i mm-hmm. think that's the other aspect so like work it into your prayer life i, I think of the acronym acts adoration confession thanksgiving supplication mm-hmm. it's actually a really good one yeah um but it doesn't it doesn't have, you know, lament. Now, obviously, confession could have an aspect of lament. So, but I think I think of, I think it takes intentionality to even like work it in. Right. Um, but then, like, just get to know people, mm-hmm. and people are suffering, people are hurting, and um, there's numerous opportunities to sit with people in their pain. Mm-hmm. And then this is gonna help you be missional and caring to them, mm-hmm. um, because you get to even. Man, this is this is hard. This is awful. Mm-hmm. Um, when s- someone's family member dies, this mm-hmm. is really like this is I'm s- really sad. This happened. Mm-hmm. Um, man, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this hurts. Um, but man, I I know God's good. I don't have all the answers, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna walk with you through this. Right. Mm-hmm. Is is a lot different than like oh man praying for you, thoughts and prayers, boom, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So a lot of it is, like, I'm not really wanting to encourage people to, like, you know, I don't, next Tuesday we don't need to have, like, sackcloth and ashes. (laughs) It was really funny on Tuesday when, like, the service ends, and I'm like, okay, how do I segue to kickball? (laughs) That was (laughs) an easy transition, though. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, in a real way, there will be seasons of, like, like, 
of loss, you know, but Mm -hmm. a lot of it is just going to be a part of our life, Mm -hmm. you know, just like confession or praise. Mm -hmm. And it just has to kind of be something that you work into the fabric of what it means to follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So my favorite thing though is I think when I asked on Tuesday, I'm like, Hey, how many people have heard a a sermon on lament? I want to say like three or four hands went up out of everybody in the room, you know? Like, there was not that many people who had even heard a sermon on Lament before. So... Oh, wow. That was kind of cool. Cause I'm yeah, like, that is cool. I'm like, it's very rare, I feel like, in, like, the South that you're, like, right. telling someone a new topic. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, we're going to talk yeah. about reading your Bible. Wait, they're like... Find this in the Bible? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like the prodigal son, and they're like, okay, I've heard that. So I was like, oh, this is cool, because I don't... The majority of people, mm-hmm. like, I, like, one person came was like, I didn't know what the word Lament meant. I was like... Well... Now you know. Now you know. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Alrighty, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Crossroads Podcast, where we expand the conversations from Crossroads, a weekly gathering of college and young adults out of Olive Baptist Church. We are big about building radical community by keeping it real and conquering those hot topics young adults may face. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a beat. And to find out more, visit olivebaptist.org slash young adults.